Welcome to the Diary of a Ghost Hunter podcast with your frightfully good hosts and paranormal investigators, Anne and Renata. Join the chaos weekly as we tell you what has inspired us, what cases we're investigating, what is driving us round the twist, and the true horror of what goes on in the background of being a ghost hunter. This is a Frightfully Good production. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter with your hosts Anne Rekovich and Renata Daniel. This week we have had two private investigations. Hear all about it in this episode. Also, what if you're handed an irresistible opportunity as a ghost hunter, but it might be a little bit naughty? What do you do? We'll have a discussion on that. And we've just about locked in yet another awesome location for our UK-Ireland tour. Stay with us and we'll see you at the end. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, you poor thing. We were talking about this last, only about two or three weeks ago, about being a paranormal investigator and running investigations and tours for publics and what happens if a team member goes down. Well, guess who went down this time? <laughs> yeah. And this is good. This is much better. This is better. good. I had three days with no voice whatsoever. Yep. And it's it's just starting to come back now. So um, forgive me if I don't talk all that much during this. And she normally takes hunter. over. Normally. <laughs> but, yeah, I will be handing it over to Anne. So, Anne, what did we do? <laughs> Well, look. What did we do this weekend? Well, it was an interesting thing because last Friday night we had, we don't do this very often, 
we had two tours on at the one time. So we had to consider things like our team members, who can do what, who has what abilities. And it's, it's really difficult sometimes. But then we lost one person who um, may have been exposed to COVID, didn't want to risk the team, so they stepped back. But that was okay. We had someone there to slip in and then this one got sick. So we then had to rearrange and shuffle and shuffle and... We actually discovered some interesting hidden talents amongst all of this shuffling and changing around and people came out absolutely shining, I have to say. Super impressed. Yes, yes. But it's having that faith that your team will just rise, they've been trained to do what they need to do, and they will go and do it. And they did. And it was a great night. Apparently, they had a, a wonderful time at the residence in uh, that tour there. They had some pretty crazy table action happening downstairs, I heard. And that there was a very loud bang during one of the private investigation sessions, again. which they still can't work it out. Where it, and that's happened so many times yeah, now. Again, yeah. And it's not a possum. It's not any no. sort of... A, it's <clears> too loud. <throat> yeah. But, but you can't hear it in the room it's allegedly supposed to be happening in. Yeah. So this time Emmy heard it. Yeah. And she was screaming out to Steve to come and say, what What was that? What was that? Yeah. And they didn't hear it. Yeah. So that seems to be an ongoing thing there. But uh, in the other part, we realised that uh, we have different wings of the jail and none of us were really trained to do one particular wing. And I said, that's okay, I'll, I'll do something over there. And it, I have to say Chris stepped up. And he did a magnificent job of telling the history and running some of the sections over there. And I immediately got onto Renata and said, wow, Chris did awesome. Mm. So well done, Chris, and thank you. Uh, but of course, thank you to the rest of the team who are all outstanding as well. All right, what are we talking about? Two private investigations. <clears throat> yes. Now, when we say private, it doesn't mean that we have been called into a private home. This is two investigations at two different locations. One of them was organised by our beautiful Erin from CEDA, C-D-A-H, which is Community Disability Alliance Hunter. And she is very active in the disability community and is promoting ghost hunting for everyone. And she organised an investigation at the library, the Newcastle Library, which, wow, how do we even get into that? The area that they opened up for us was downstairs in the basement in the area where all the old books and files and ledgers are all there. And there was some really good activity. Yes. And I was stuck on the switch desk because I was operating StreamYard. Now, if you want to watch that investigation, it is on our YouTube channel, Anne and Renata, Frightfully Good Ghost Grannies. So you can pop over there and just you'll see it pop up there with a picture of Erin and uh, live investigation at Newcastle Library. Check it out. The surprising thing was somebody asked what used to be there before... The library was there and I went, I've got no idea. I actually only live four blocks from here, but I I don't know. And Renata knew the history and she was saying that there used to be houses there. And then somebody said, I'm picking up on children. Mm. I feel like there's children here. And uh, Erin said, well, why don't I try some nursery rhyme? So she tried a nursery rhyme and there was a little bit of activity. 
And then I jumped on and said, Erin, do another one. Do something like Twinkle Twinkle, because she had trouble with the words on the other one, remembering Mm -hmm. them. Well, she did Twinkle Twinkle, and it all went nuts. Mm. The tripwire went off. The lantern that was over with Brooke was going off, but it was going off in time to her singing the song. And it reacts to electromagnetic field. So her voice is not putting out electromagnetic field. Yes, it's putting out vibration. But but she was also sitting with us. In a different area. In a different area. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So it was really interesting. I could have spent more time there. And hopefully we'll get to go back at some stage. Yes. I think we did a good job. I think the library was impressed with our professionalism and we didn't muck around. We were ready by seven o'clock for the live and it was all action stations when the live was happening and we were switching between cameras and people in different areas. Chris saw a shadow figure down there. Brooke was covered in chills all over her and Erin just did a fabulous job in the whole children interaction thing down there. Yeah. So yeah. impressed. Yeah. So that was one of our investigations. Is there anything more you'd like to croak out about that, Renata? <laughs> Big thank you to the library for allowing yes. us to go in yeah. and for Erin for organising that. So definitely children and definitely the staff themselves down there have said that they have areas down there where they feel very, very creeped out. They don't want to go down into those areas whatsoever. Um, so we sort of tried to be around those areas too and we did see some interesting shadows and things occurring. I think the interaction with the uh, technology that you brought in was pretty awesome considering yeah. that you're only looking at areas where there are stacked books. Whether they were, whether the spirits were associating with the books or the sections that we were in, don't know. So we did have enough time. Or the land that was there before the library was even built there. I think we would have needed more time. Yeah, Um, we didn't get a chance to do EVP sessions or anything like that, which would have been a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. But still, the opportunity was just amazing. So now the next thing that we we did is that we organised ourselves a little experience. Yes. We ended up unexpectedly with a Saturday night off. Won't look at anyone. Uh, And uh, we thought, well... You know, we don't get the opportunity to just investigate just us. No need to entertain anyone. And like normally when we go away, we're trying to do lives and we're trying to you know, let the public come and join us and be part of the live investigation. And then we try to put what video stuff we do manage to do together or we're too tired to do more video stuff. And that sort of all falls in a heap. So after the Tanelba House investigation we did, we made the decision that next time we go away, we will just concentrate on putting together a proper investigation video where we video ourselves investigating and see what happens. Yep. For fun. Not not necessarily to get the YouTube views happening, although that would be appreciated. We just wanted to see what it would be like. So we organised one place that you found. Yes, a place that is uh, connected to Bushranger history and a Good place stories. that isn't too far away from Newcastle <laughs> and a place that, yeah, we weren't expecting. I'd heard about it before, but it's actually called Collector and it is near Goulburn uh, in New South Wales and it turned out to be a very, very interesting weekend. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. So we stayed at a place called the Bush Ranger Pub, 
And the Bush Ranger Pub, again, is uh, associated with local Bush Ranger history. Yes. There were a number of altercations there, a number of ghosts allegedly there at the Bush Ranger. Now, we can't tell them too much. <clears throat> no. And we had fun exploring the place ourselves. Yep. Making connections around that area and trying to bring it all together and create something that uh, we could follow through with uh, without getting so much distressed that what we're trying to do is a live and a recording and we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And nothing's happening and, nothing's and the happening. audience is going to be bored with us. They're going to think we yeah. suck because we couldn't get any activity. And honestly, often in these places, you only have such a small period of time to do this. We were lucky enough that we had the hotel to ourselves for a couple How of hours. Lucky. How lucky were uh, we? So we we could go downstairs and be in the spaces where they said that um, activity has happened before. Mm. But you'll have to watch that when it comes onto YouTube. But a, a big shout out to the owners of the pub who were so generous in allowing us to explore the areas instead of just saying, no, you must stay in your room. Yeah. And look, one of the things, and we've got to be open about this, because one of the things that we found when we went there was that they really didn't want to talk to us. They would not they, come I wouldn't on... say they didn't want to talk to us. They were reluctant to talk yeah, to us. They wouldn't come on camera to talk about any of the ghost stories. Well, everyone loves being on camera like we do. They they kind of were really sussing out who we who we were. And fair enough. And what we were going to do. And they also said that there there have been some strange people in over the years who have done things that they weren't really too keen on. Yeah. So, you know, it was really And bull Sorry, but bullshit stuff that, you know, people come in and saying, oh, there was a massacre here of the Indigenous people. and Yeah, people buried under the floor. Yeah, it's, it's like that. absolute yeah. bulldust. There is yeah. no history of that in that area whatsoever. But somebody who feels ooky spooky and got the vibes happening is going to think, oh, yes, there was a massacre here. And it's not. It's just, ah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've just got to be really careful what you say, especially on online. You can't take that stuff off. You yeah. can't stick it back. Can't put it back in its box once <laughs> it's out. And um, people will go with that information, unfortunately. Yeah. And then it becomes urban legend. Yeah. 
One other thing I learned on this weekend is we stopped and had breakfast. Cousin Steve came and helped us film. We did stop and have breakfast and I, oh. I was looking up what to have for breakfast because I was having some carbs and I thought, will I have a waffle or will I have a Canadian waffle? And I thought, oh, I wonder what a Canadian waffle is. Oh, please don't mention what a Canadian... I am not... No, I just... look, made the mistake. No. I'm not going to say what it is. Look it up. I made just the mistake up. up of looking up what is a Canadian waffle. I now know it's just waffles with bacon, but that's not what Google told me it was. And I was a little distressed and I could not have a Canadian waffle after. Just look up Urban Dictionary Canadian waffle. Have a little laugh. Don't let the kiddies look that up, please. And it was um, a bit of a hoot, wasn't it? Yes. (laughs) That's what happens when you put things online. We also have another site um, on our road trip that we're doing in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, yes. And this was actually a place that was mentioned to me from one one of our beautiful... Was it Dave? No. Was it Dave? No. She she likes our page. Yep. So she's she's a follower. She's a follower. I'll find out who it is. And I'll thank you personally. Um, But she said, reach out to this place because it is on our way uh, and have a look whether they might let you in. Because, again, like we mentioned last week, a lot of these places are really, really expensive. And so we thought we'd give it a try. Yep. Uh, You can only ask. And we've sort of been in contact for the last couple of days and it looks like we are in. Yeah. And the price isn't too bad either. Yeah. Uh, we may have to stand on the street corner for one extra night to try and bring in some mo- more money in Amsterdam. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, we won't tell you exactly what it is yet, just except to say it's a jail. It's a jail. And uh, I'm very... And we'll be the only ones in there. Yes, just the two of us. And we got a special price, I think, because it is just the two of us. We're not running a tour. We can't run anything in England to make money because that would be illegal. Mm. Which segues nicely yes. into the last thing we're going to talk about. That is. What do you do when somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, I can get us into a place that's really, really haunted, but you can't tell it anyone because if we get caught there, we'll be in big trouble. Like it will be illegal because it's trespassing. We're not allowed there. Do you want to come? Would you go? Would you go? Should you go? Now, from a business point of view, the answer to that is really simple. No. No. Do not go. You have insurances in place and you have a business name to to, uh, consider and any black mark on your record will uh, eliminate some of those things that are really, really important for you to continue your business. Because once information goes out that you have been trespassing, uh, you are no longer seen as someone who can be trusted in a particular spot and no one will give you anything. So you've kind of just done your business in. And there are a number of places around where we live, Newcastle, where um, people go all the time to investigate. And I've been asked a multitude of times, do you go out there? Have you ever been there? Are you planning to go there? Will you do a tour yeah, there? Yeah, will you run a tour there? And the answer to all of those is no. I have tried to reach out to the people that own that area uh, and I've had no response over the years and I would never go because it is privately owned land. It's also Indigenous land. And I just can't. I can't risk 
I can't risk a business that's been running for 12 years to go out and, and explore this place. No I matter how tempting. No matter how tempting. Do you know one of the ones that was offered to me that I, if I wanted to go through a hole in the fence, I could go and investigate? Stockton, Stockton Hospital. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wow. They said they knew somebody who used to work there and, and still can go there because they still had keys or something. And if I went, they could just, there's a hole through the back fence and they could take us through. And as long as we remain hidden, we could do some investigating in there. I went, no. Yeah. No, that is so wrong in so many ways. I would only do this with the blessing of the community and the people that were there because knowing there are some ghost hunters out there who revel in horrible stories they're going to assume that everybody there was treated poorly treated badly and they'll be making up all this crap about torture and sexual assault and there'll be demons and no 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 and don't make that stuff up just because it makes a good story please now if you're a private person and someone says to you we're going out to this spot do you want to come that is going to be up to you to decide whether you want to or not. And it depends on what you're looking for in the future as well. Because that, if they're taking video, that could then be put up on YouTube or on their pages. And you can't kind of mask yourself if, if they put you on. Yeah, and the police can look <clears> at <throat> that and go, oh, look, here are the people that are on this site. Let's get their photos and find out who they are. And you could be charged and you could end up with a criminal record. Now, the other thing too is, is that site safe? Maybe there's a reason why you're not Are you going to hurt yourself if you're there? Is there asbestos on the site? Black mould. Are there things there that might hurt you physically? Is there um, maybe weakness in the structure that it's about to collapse at any second, which is like uh, St. John's Orphanage at Goulburn? There's still people going in there. Yep. And we went up just to have a look at the outside of it because we were passing through. And it really is quite scary that what's left of the structure and the state that it's in. There's no way I would walk inside that building. Yeah. But still, there's videos up of people who are going in and they're still doing investigations and they are really risking their lives. Yeah, and in some of those places, they're quite close to people's homes too. So if you're making noise and if there are lights going on and off... Um, the likelihood is that the neighbours will call police yep. and say, look, there are young kids rummaging around. You know, what can the police do? I, I guess it will depend if they just chase you off with a warning or whether they someone's well, hurt themselves. If they're sick of it, they might go, that's it. We have yeah. to charge someone yeah. to show that... If it's yeah, on a bad night. Yeah, no, well, it's not any bad night. It's if they've had it happen consistently, yeah. they're eventually going to have to charge someone to say, if you do this, this is what will happen. Yeah. So some will be the sacrificial lamb and they will be charged. So, you know, we can't tell you not to. We would probably say to you... I'd advise against it. Don't. Yeah, don't. But we can't make you not go. But please be aware who you're going with and what their intention is, what they intend to do, so that you're well and truly prepared for what's going to happen. The last thing you want is to go to a place that is completely unknown to you so that you get lost or they don't treat you or respect you for being there and don't look after you while you're there either. Because, you know, if you've got a mixture of people, they're going to go off and do their own thing. And you might be stuck in a spot where you are totally so scared to be there, you can't move, and no one's going to come and help you. 
So again, just the, just these warnings about deciding to do something that's a bit wrong and that you shouldn't be doing, like trespassing, and whether it's worthwhile just doing that just to get that scare or that experience that you think you will get from a place like that. I'm also going to throw in a, an, another little thing here that we didn't put on our list is there's a lot of collaborations that are going on between teams and like we work with Isaac Butterfield and there are other teams that all work with other teams and they're going under the umbrella of another name. Just ask who owns the intellectual property of your evidence and your footage if you are handing stuff over to another team and saying here you go use this make sure you say but this still belongs to us so we have to approve if you use it in any other way other than what you're using it now because you don't want to be handing over your evidence and your work for other teams to then go well this is ours and this is all the stuff we're getting so it's called ip intellectual property Work out who owns it and make sure you are very clear of how people can use it if they're using some of your things. I hope that makes sense. Mm. And I mean, we had to do that when we were, we'd been working with Isaac. Yeah. We had to sign contracts and kind of understand where we stood with whatever happened during investigations while we were investigating with him. Yep. So as someone who is an adult working with other people, it's always really good to just secure some sort of an agreement that's on paper because just you can in case all, the shit hits yeah. the fan. And you can all be the best of friends when yep. all of this is happening. And yeah, no, it's not a problem. You use what you like. But sometimes friendships in this field go south. Are you surprised by that, Renata? No. And friendships break up and all of a sudden revenge is on the cards. Yeah, just look, look at Look Nick what's Roth. happening. Look, <laughs> yeah, look what's happening um, Zach and, with Zach and Nick Roth at the moment. What's the other one? Dakota. Yeah. Yeah, that's, there's poop flying everywhere. They're all best of friends when they all started out. So be careful. Look after yourselves and look after the hard work that you have created Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Be very choosy about who you work with and make sure that they've got the same values that you have that says us with with our beautiful Mr Butts who sometimes goes off on a tangent but yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a good fella at heart he is what else have we got to say anything else oh I'm done you're done we've got a radio show to go to <laughs> we've got cousin Steve coming in to help because we don't know how long this one's voice is going to hold out thank you for joining us this week keep an eye on our YouTube we've got some interesting things that are happening over there that are branching out a little bit and we'll see you on the dark side and don't forget to be frightfully good bye bye everyone Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter. Make sure you check out our True Hauntings podcast, Spooky Sunday podcast, and make sure you have a frightfully good night.